Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. There's no manual on this stuff, you guys. There's nobody telling us how to navigate these waters and how to be open and confident and comfortable with our sexuality. If you allow it, there's so much out there and there's so much gratification to be had. And when you're with the right person, I'm just in this watch me masturbate mode. It probably kicked off with Nico and he really got me into that. I want great sex and a closeness and a bond. And you can absolutely have that. And you can have that in whatever situation you're in. He just whipped up my butt and started sucking on my toes. He's a toe sucker. I got dicked down the other day. That's a fun story, guys. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. How are you guys? Happy Tuesday. Okay, guys, this is going to be a fun episode. First of all, did you? I hope you listened to my last Saturday's episode, the previous one to this, which is episode 437. And this kind of, that couple, that interview makes me so proud. These are listeners that have listened to the show and they're kind of the quintessential married couple. They've been together 19 years, married 14. It was sex once a month, if that. And then all of a sudden they just decided to overhaul their sex life. They did it together. Britt, who is the the wife of the couple, she was listening to my podcast and she just started finding her way and really starting to communicate with Sean, her husband, about her wants and needs and her desires. And good on her. You know, I mean, usually I think it's the men, you know, the men are kind of leading the charge on this, like, hey, I'd like to do X, Y, and Z. But she was the one who really said, we got to change this and good for her and good on them for just diving in. And now they're having the best, most connected sex, the most satisfying sex. Their love and connection is just getting deeper and deeper for each other. I love that shit. I mean, I'm all about it. Like that to me, that's the stuff of life. That is how it should be. That is kind of why I do this podcast, regardless of how you, I guess, what turns you on or what you like, just the fact that people are willing to, you know, examine their sex lives and say, Hey, it's just, isn't cutting the mustard. And I think there's more out there for me and and they want it and they go after it. That makes me so happy. So kudos to them guys. It's a great interview. Please go back, listen to it. I think you'll find it very motivating and it's just real life stuff that people go through and 
there's no manual on this stuff, you guys. There's nobody telling us how to navigate these waters and how to be open and confident and comfortable with our sexuality, first of all, with ourselves, so that we're able to take that to our partners. And I just, I'm so proud of them and I can't wait to have them back on. We've agreed to, they'll come back on in 90 days. I just want more updates. I mean, they're really just in the very beginning of their journey and exploring and really expanding things and living out fantasies. And I cannot wait to see what happens with them because I think once you rip that bandaid off and once you start going down that rabbit hole, it's like I've said, after doing this and experimenting myself, right, for all these years, there's no shortage of the twists and turns and different roads and paths that your sexuality will take you on. If you allow it, there's so much out there and there's so much gratification to be had. And when you're with the right person, the level of connection and bond that you build is this is the stuff that we were sold about relationships and about Disney, especially girls, right? Like, you know, you'll meet your right person or whatever. I mean, you can have that or you can have many right people, but regardless of how many are involved in that equation, ultimately it starts with you and you have to be able to understand yourself, know what you want and be able to convey that and also accept if the person you're with doesn't want that, what do you do about it? How do you navigate your way through that? Because there's always a way to, I don't want to say have your cake and eat it too, but you know, there's always a way to find some kind of a happy medium that you are getting what your needs met and your partner is getting their needs met. And this is a fantastic thing. And I, over the years of doing this, I'm just so proud that I've I'm finding more and more couples who are doing this. You know, I think it's easier for the single people, you know, to kind of do this and seek out people specifically that meet that sexual need. Now, they may not be your long-term partner or that person that you're going to, you're, maybe you're just spending, a, you know, segments in time with them and it's not contiguous, but for everybody, I just think we really should put more emphasis on understanding ourselves sexually. And I feel like that's really what Britt and John have done together. And I'm just super proud of them. And it was an honor to interview them. And I just, I love this stuff. I really love hearing people's stories and how things have evolved. And, you know, especially after putting myself out there for this long and sharing all of my stuff. So anyway, on that note, guys, one of the things that we talked about in that interview was we talked a lot about masturbation and just masturbating together. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more because, you know, I was with HK recently and we were on a little trip to Savannah and that's kind of become, I'm super hot about that. I don't know. I'm just in this watch me masturbate mode. It probably kicked off with Nico and he really got me into that where at first it was sort of, you know, a power dynamic, right? Where it's like, you can't fuck me, but you can stick your fingers in me and you can do everything you can to please me. 
<laughs> and then maybe I'll reciprocate if I feel like it, you know, because he's the submissive, but he likes that, right? This is not me being mean. Like he absolutely likes that, wants that, needs that, and accepts that our agreement is what I decide ultimately is what happens. And so that's been very fun for me. And it's also, it is really what led me down this, that type of power dynamic is what led me down to, you know, down the road of just masturbating and getting into really masturbating in front of someone, I should say, obviously I love to masturbate. I have no problems with that. Absolutely love that one. But just being able to have someone in front of you and just letting them watch, just watch what I do. I'm going to put on this erotic show for you and I'm going to pleasure myself and I'm going to let you be a voyeur to it, to this intimate experience that I'm having with myself. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I'm basically showing, here's a roadmap. You know, you want to know how my body works. You want to know what turns me on. Here it is. And honestly, I don't think enough people actually take that kind of stand. Like, hey, you want to learn me? I'm not going to make you guess. I'm going to teach you. This is a, this is a master class in my body. And if you want to learn it and know it and understand it, which most of the time, you know, if you have a good partner, Absolutely. Of course they do. Everybody wants to know. I want to know and discover the secrets of my partner's body. And I love knowing the secrets that what men like, and there's some universal, I think, commonalities. And then there's the, the wonderful and delicious little idiosyncrasies about each and every partner that you have and getting to know that and figuring that out. That's the fun stuff is when you're on the front end of it and you're really getting to know somebody. But again, that that never has to go away because the more you're willing to explore and the deeper you will go with somebody, again, this stuff compounds on itself. The bond that you'll have, it just, I don't know. There's some people that that bond is so deep, it can never be broken. Like it cannot be broken. You're always going to want them sexually. And because of that, because of that want and that need and that desire for someone else, it keeps your curiosity and your lustfulness fresh all the time because there's mystery. There's mystery about it. And so the more you're willing to explore with your partner and be vulnerable and then put yourself in different scenarios with that person, you really do get this, like I said, it's this constant newness, I guess is the best way to put it. Like it just, it doesn't get stale. It doesn't get dry and boring and monotonous. 
or utilitarian. It's kind of like, okay, you know, definitely when I think about my younger years, when I wasn't exploring, it was like, you'd get to this point where, you know, you finally got to a situation where your partner was like, okay, everybody's having orgasms, especially for the women, you know, you're having orgasms and then they know how your body works. But then after a certain amount of time, it becomes very, that's why I say utilitarian. I don't want to say boring, but it just, it's the same thing. It's like peanut butter and jelly every time, every time it's the playbook. It's like, okay, I'm going to get in this position. I'm going to do that. He's going to get in that position. Then he's going to do that. I'm going to have my orgasm. Then he's going to have his orgasm. Then we're done. Now stretch that out over 14 years, 19 years, actually 19 years rather for Brit and Sean. And I can see why, why you end up in a position where it's like, okay, we're going to do this once a month. We're going to tick it off the list. We did our monthly sex <laughs> check. And as a matter of fact, I can't see how it won't go that way over time. And if you're willing to share fantasies and you're willing to let your partner know when all of a sudden something new and something different strikes your fancy and it appeals to you or you're like, whoa, that's fucking hot, you know, and you'll share it with them. That's just the communication element. And a lot of people, and I don't know why, like the communication part is so hard. That aspect is like, they don't want to open up and be vulnerable and share that side of themselves and do the work because the communication, it does take work and it, it is, you know, it can be a little scary. Look, I get it, but I've never had a bad response. And I know that most people won't give you a bad response, at least for me, you know, and I'm, I'm a female. So I'll say that that flows from female to male. <laughs> Look, if you're a woman and you have all these desires and wants and needs that you can't, you're ashamed to express, or you're, you don't want to express, or trust me, you have a probably a 98% chance of all of this landing very well to a man. <laughs> they're the easy ones. Now we're the ones that are a little more bunged up and I get it, but I think it does eventually, it, it is flowing both ways and everybody just ultimately wants that connection and that really great, they want great sex and a closeness and a bond. And you can absolutely have that. And you can have that in whatever situation you're in, whether you're single and you're casually dating or you have multiple partners and you're polyamorous or you're married long-term or just married short-term, you can create the most amazing best sex with your partner or partners. I know this. I know this to be true. And I really want people to go back and listen to episode 437 because it's, it's just really a testament to that guys. Now, by the way, as a side note, right now I'm in California. I'm traveling. I am jumping through all kinds of crazy hoops right now because I'm staying with my, I'm visiting my grandmother and bless her heart. She does not have, she doesn't know. She does not know the password to her Wi-Fi is not the password to her Wi-Fi. So I am severely limited. I actually am in the target parking lot right now in my car 
recording this episode with my computer plugged into the car and I'm, you know, hotspotting off my phone with looking, you know, driving around looking for the most bars I can get on my phone. You guys don't know the lengths I go to to get you an episode. I love you guys so much. So if you hear some sort of humming in the background, that is because the car engine is on right now because I can't drain my battery on my, draining my battery on my computer is, it's going to happen, right? So I have to have it on and charging at any rate. All right. That's the story and I'm sticking to it. And you might hear a few more. I might be hiding out in bathrooms, wherever I cannot be heard late at night to to get my episodes out for this next 10 days. So if there's a call, if you hear background noise, which you normally wouldn't hear from me, just give me a pass on that guys, because I'm doing my best. All right. So in that episode, the way I keep emphasizing the episode 437 is because one of the things that Britt brought up was her just love of masturbation and making him watch her masturbating. And I was just like, fuck yes, that is so hot. And I just recently did that with HK when we were in Savannah and it was, oh my God, again, I love morning sex. I've said that before morning sex. And I just love, you know, I got up that morning and I was so horny and I, and I just went to the bathroom and then he was kind of still sleeping and I just got back in bed and I had my vibrator and I was like, wake up. I'm fucking horny. I want you to, you know, just like watch me touch myself. And God, that is so, it is so erotic to be able to just put on a show for your partner and have them watching you so intently and paying attention to everything that you like. And then kind of like, okay, let me try. Now let me do that. And joining in and doing it. And it's just, Jesus, it's so fucking good. I don't know. I just love it. It's kind of my new thing. I don't know. There's this over time, weird little things pop in there. Sometimes I want to do really big, wild things. And then it's just, it's the subtlety and this, I'm finding this deep intimacy in having your partner just one-on-one. Watch me pleasure myself. Why is that so hot? I don't know, but it is just, I can't figure out what it is about it. I'm going to understand it. And maybe it's just the, is it the power thing? Is it like, okay, I'm fully in control and kind of autonomous and I just want you to watch? Or is it more that I'm just appreciating the fact that I'm going to show you the secrets to my body? You don't have to rummage around like you're blind in the dark. Like, let me show you. I want to lay at your feet all of the intricacies and what turns me on and how I like to be pleasured and what you can do to make me feel good. And it's so hot. And then the, the language and the, and the way I'm expressing myself when this is all going on and just, I don't know why I'm, I'm just feeling so empowered over this. I <laughs> Maybe it's, I mean, like, I don't know that I've ever it's probably the first time I've ever said, just fucking watch me. 
I'm going to show you the playbook. I'm going to peel back the curtain. Like this is how my body works. It does all these amazing fucking things. Here's where I can be pleasured. It's nipples. It's clit. It's G spot. Look at how fucking gushing wet my fingers are when I pull them out of my pussy after I'm rubbing my G spot. And then now you stick your fingers in there and then show me how fucking wet I am and how turned on I am and then make me come. But now, but tease me a little bit. Don't just give it to me right away, straight out of the gate, because I want you to edge me and let me show you how I want to be edged. Now I don't want to be edged. Like, it's just like, follow my rhythm, follow my lead. And I'm fine with, Hey, once you master that and we've gone through it a bunch of times. I can turn over the reins to you. I have no problems, none, but I just need that. Be there with me and just care enough to want to fucking learn and study and master what my body does and what it's capable of. And you know, there's really just a different kind of intimacy. I don't know. Like I said, it's so personal. You know, when somebody's watching you touch yourself and you're staring at them, watching you, you get this feedback loop and it's super erotic. I mean, and it's not embarrassing, but you're very, it's, you can feel very vulnerable. And I like the part about just feeling so sexy and so confident that I don't care. There's no shame. Lights on. Just like, look at me. Watch what I'm doing. And having them sort of do the same. And, you know, watching a guy as he's just like stroking his cock, just getting off to you, getting off. But it's weird. It's like you're separate but connected. And it's almost like you're more connected than if he was penetrating you. I don't know. It's pretty freaking hot. I got to say, it's just my, it's really my new little niche. I just love it. And, you know, who would have thought? I mean, certainly, you know, there's all kinds of things that I do and that I can think about that I've done. And I can honestly say, believe me, there's been moments where I'm fucking somebody and it's way less intimate than the mutual masturbation. And then, of course, HK will throw in there like he did last time. He put his fingers in me while I'm masturbating and whipped my leg up, up to his, his face and started sucking on my toes, which he's done before, but God, that feels good. I mean, who would have thought, you know, these little kind of, I guess, more reserved, you know, masturbating it's right. You would think it's more reserved than, than fucking someone, but in truth, it's almost, I don't know. It's way more exposed from my point of view, you know, it can feel that way. But, you know, like I said, when he just whipped up my (laughs) foot and started sucking on my toes, he's a toe sucker. He definitely has a foot fetish. This is my first foot fetish guy. And it's so funny because, you know, when we were younger, I didn't know he had a foot fetish. I don't think he knew he had a foot fetish. He just knew he liked feet, right? But nobody had given it a name. Nobody had said, okay, you have, this is a kink. Like you, you really like feet. I mean, they turn him on, you know, I mean, he's perfectly happy to 
come on my toes. And I even sent him this morning, I sent him a, I, I got a pedicure. So I sent him a photo. He's like, you're teasing me. That's not fair. Oh my gosh. But it's fun. You know, I don't know. I kind of laugh at myself. You know, it's like, okay, it's been almost eight years. And this is what it's come down to just mutually masturbating and toe sucking. Is that really my pinnacle? My, what I'm finding the most erotic? You know, I really think, honestly, at this point, it's not so much what you're doing, but it's who you're doing it with. I can firmly attest to that at this point, you know, at this stage in the game, you can have great sex with people that you never see again, and this amazing chemistry. But the intimacy, that's really what I want and what I'm after and what I crave, you know, after all this time. I got dicked down the other day. That's a fun story, guys. That's coming next Tuesday. I can't wait to tell you about that. I was following a craving, you know, had to go after it. I'm glad I did. But sex is so much better when you have a connection with someone. And the best sex I've ever had has been with someone that I'm truly in love with. And you know, I wish I could say it was different. I mean, maybe I don't wish I could say it was different, but you know, that's really kind of where it's at. Now you can have a lot of fun and especially if you want to explore a lot and have a lot of, you know, and have a few different partners, obviously you're not the love component. You can't really always have that with everybody and, and that's fine. But just when you really have an, a strong bond with somebody, whatever you're doing, whether it's just kissing or stroking them through their clothes or whatever like that stuff is just the feelings and the sentiment that makes everything way more erotic and interesting and rich and just adds to the overall experience but that's why it's so for me it's just so hot and sexy to sit there and masturbate for him and tease him and then have him put those big fingers in me and in the way he touches me or bites my nipples and all the extra stuff going on, you know, and then I'm, you know, reciprocating and doing it to him. I mean, I got hands, they're doing stuff. They're not sitting idle. You know, usually I got my vibrator going and, but I love just like stroking his cock and, and getting him right to the edge. And then just seeing the look on his face and knowing how turned on he is and all the sexy talk and banter, you know, while we're just looking right at each other, right into each other's eyes, just taking it all in. All of that combined just makes, for me anyway, explosive orgasms. And they're so strong, you know, and I can tell the difference. I know the difference by the way my body's reacting, how wet I am, just the viscousness, you know, and the the output. I don't know how else to explain it. You know, what's coming out of me is I'm gushing. I'm just gushing. God, I love that. And then, you know, and it's weird because you can then you can be with someone else and it's like, not that you're bone dry, but you know, you're kind of like, okay, I need a little extra lube. Okay, I need an extra lube. And That'll happen when your sex is very vigorous and, you know, when you're doing a lot of pounding or going for a long time, obviously you'll need lube. But, you know, just for general, I don't know, making out and stuff. And sometimes I get a little embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God, I'm over wet. I get over wet and then I can't grip. My pussy can't grip. 
<laughs> I wonder if anyone else has that problem. I know the women out there right now are nodding their heads. They're like, uh-huh. And because you get so excited and it's almost like you relax a little bit. So you can kind of get a little looser or you have that sensation of being a little looser. And you know that I start thinking like, oh my God, am I stretched out? Like well, maybe I need to lay off the, I need to lay off my Pringles dildo, you know, just put, stop going after myself with that thing. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna loosen myself up, but oh gosh, it was, it's just fun. I mean, sex is so much fun. You guys, I hope you guys, that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for great sex, great lovers, love and intimacy in my life and all the stuff that kind of really matters and, you know, makes you feel alive and makes you feel human and connected to another human being. And I hope each and every one of you get to experience that. And if you're, or are experiencing it, and if you're not, you know, that you sit and kind of think about maybe how you can change that or how you can turn around, go back and listen to some of my early years and some of my bucket lists and get some fun ideas, but it doesn't have to be wild and crazy and you don't have to go as full bore as I do, but find someone that you're comfortable communicating with and that you're comfortable experimenting with and have fun and just see where it goes. You know, like I said, it's almost like, is it full circle here? I've come back to sort of like kind of basic little things, but you know, when you're with the right person, just the basic little things are sexy things, like super sexy things and super erotic. And that makes the quality of the sex that you're having. So I hope everybody gets to experience that and makes their sex life a priority in some way, shape or form. You know, like I said, you don't have to go as wild as I do, but guys, it is so much fun. And you know, you want to walk around glowing. Like, honestly, I feel like I do have kind of a constant glow because, you know, that post-orgasmic glow, I get it big time. And I feel like I wear that throughout the day. You know, I'm feeling sexy, kind of like my, I'm putting out a sexy vibe. And, you know, I feel like people kind of pick up on it. They don't know what it is, but they gravitate towards you because you seem approachable. You have a smile on your face. You're happy. You're having a good day. You're not flipping people off in traffic or cutting them off or, you know, any of that. You're just kind of, you know, you're like, oh, that guy just cut me off. Well, I guess he's in a hurry. You know, I'll let him go. Poor guy. You know, instead, like when I'm not getting enough sex or I don't, I'm not having enough orgasms. I might be like, that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and you're surrounded by friends and family and people that you love and that love you back and uh, that you're going to try to have some Thanksgiving orgasms and then you'll really have something to be thankful for. All right, everyone. Well, you know what? I always tell you at the end of each show, I love, love, love your feedback. So don't be shy. Go to thecuriousworlddiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You've got five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to each and every one of you personally. And I love hearing from you. So everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. 
and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.